0: Hey everybody welcome to the first video of the year or the first podcast depending on how you're consuming this content today I want to talk about getting to the other side of this this is one of those topics that needs to be addressed a lot because we always have new people coming into this and this is the hardest part about this you know excuse me even thinking that there's a way to get to the other side because Most of the time, you feel like there just isn't a way through it. So, anyways, let me just turn this down a little bit. I I was actually talking to a friend of mine who I've known for a while. Actually, I met him through the channel. And uh, he was just talking about a forum he was on where he was, you know, seeing some people who were struggling with this and trying to say, hey, guys, you know, this... This gets better. It may feel like it's hopeless now. And, you know, there is there is a way to the other side. <clears throat> and this particular guy, even at one point, was living in his car because he had lost everything. He's been able to turn his life around. But the that whole initial phase of this, when you feel like there's no way through this, is incredibly common because you... Are basically looking at your life compared to not compared to but you're looking at your life the way it was the way you were heading what you were working towards what you had achieved and you're comparing it to what the, you know what you're looking at now and it just feels overwhelming I absolutely can relate to that my particular situation started about when I was 43 and I lost pretty much everything I lost my house lost uh you know retirement funds you know i mean savings huge amount of debt the whole nine yards and just felt that uh you know it was just one of these things that there is no recovery from it and and that's a dangerous trap to get into because once you start losing hope or you start feeling hopeless it is a slippery slippery slope to the pit of hell and the farther you go down, the harder it is to crawl yourself out. But so here's the deal, you know, how how exactly do you move forward on this? I'm sure a lot of you are like, yeah, knucklehead, you know, you don't understand what's going on. My life is complete crap. <clears throat> Trust me, I completely understand. Watch my older content. You can see some of my earlier stuff uh, where I was talking more about, about the early days of this, but I'm just going to try to go through this and and just kind of consolidate some of the stuff from most of my videos into this one, and hopefully it will hopefully it will resonate with you and give you a little bit of of uh, clarity and hope. The first thing on this is acceptance. You have to accept what's really going on, and 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 I as I say that, I know there are people who are like, "How can I accept this? You know, they've ruined everything. They've You know, everything's got blown out of the water. The kids have been turned, you know, this whole thing. And you're you're caught up in this mode of, you know, how do I move past this? I mean, I remember a concept way back when, and you'll have to look it up. I think I've even made videos on this, but radical acceptance. And it was very (laughs) helpful for me. Not easy, but it was one of those things that you you have to basically say, okay, here is my situation. This is the reality of it. This is what's really happening. And just kind of say, okay, fine. This is my scenario. How do I move forward? Problem is a lot of times whenever you start thinking about that, you're like, well, how the hell do I move forward? You know, everything is you're constantly reminded about, about everything that's happened. I think the first critical step on this is re-baselining your life. You've, if you've watched some of my older content, you probably have heard me talk about this. And the reason is, is because this is super, super, super critical. Until you basically take your finger and hit the big reset button, you are going to be trapped and, not, and just spinning your wheels, not making any progress. Now, I say that as somebody who... Felt like I was spinning my wheels for a couple of years, you know, just doing nothing, not moving anywhere, just idling and not able to to move forward. Rebaselining my life and saying, okay, you know what, I cannot continue to, to compare my life from yesterday or compare my life to what the ex is doing and how much they've gotten away with. At some point, you have to say, okay... You know, I have to I have to hit the reset, I have to re-baseline my life, figure out where the hell I'm at, and figure out how do I get from here at the bottom and start crawling my way back up. That is not easy. When you're looking at a life that you've built and it's just obliterated, you know, just blown apart at the seams, it's really hard to stop focusing on the anger and bitterness of what this whole scenario has caused and to be able to say, okay, you know what? I have to, if I do not do anything different, I am destined to just basically continue to live in this, this mindset and just trapped. And, and the, the reality is, is the longer we, the longer we do this, the longer you do this, the longer it takes to really take your life back. And until you do this, you are effectively giving your ex more power over your emotions and your mental state than they absolutely, they, than they deserve. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve the power. And their whole goal is going to be to try to basically pull you into the pit of hell. Crawl your ass out of it you know, and whiz, (laughs) whiz on them on the way out, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things where you have to, at some point, realize that you're beating your head against the wall, you're not making any progress, and say, okay, I'm going to pick me to, to focus my life on, and start making changes, and start trying to basically find a pathway through this, Here's the thing, and this took me a while to do because I wanted justice. I wanted uh, consequences. I wanted the ex to feel some of the pain, any of the pain that I was feeling. So I would argue every effing point to try to show when she was wrong. I would try to convince everybody, you know, of the scenario. I was I was even one of those people that if you had bumped into me during that time, I would immediately start telling you my life story about what happened and how messed up it was. Part of that was even to try to get some validation for someone to say, "Holy crap, that happened" or to 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 give you either to to basically say, "Wow, I always thought she was psycho." <laughs> and I did get a few people to say that. Uh, or, or people just to say, you know, well, that doesn't make any sense. You know, you must be blowing it out of proportion. You, you were just trying to, like, understand the reality that you were in and try to make some uh, some sense of it. At some point, hopefully soon, you realize that you're beating your head against the wall and it's not doing anything for you. You know, if you find yourself talking to somebody And then it's spinning you out of control and you're spending the next week in an emotional downturn because you ran into someone and they told you information about how great the ex is doing. (laughs) All right. (coughs) I even had one point where somebody was like, well, your ex is super hot. I wish I could have got with her. I'm like, good luck, dude. And that knucklehead was married to someone else. I'm like, you know, she's nuts. Do whatever you want. That's what I'm thinking. Anyways you got to shift your focus to something different that is more important for you, for you getting your life back. To me, that is focusing on a way to instill peace into your life. Now, I completely understand that if you are in the early stages of this, you can be thinking to yourself, well, how can there ever be peace? I've lost everything. I'm living in my car. I have no money. I have, you know, I mean, I'm being brutalized by child support and alimony, whatever the case may be. The thing is, is that it kind of rolls back in. You have to go back and re-baseline your life and then flip your priorities of where you're spending your emotional time and energy and changing For instance, in the early part of this, I would say if I had 100% capacity, I was spending 95 to 99% of my time focusing on situations with the ex and, and basically about her. And it finally got to the point where I'm like, oh my freaking God, how long am I going to be spending thinking about this person that all I want to do is get away from? So finding a way to get your peace is incredibly important. I have two videos that uh, I drive people to, my absolute thinking, which it helps you with when you're ruminating about why. Why did this happen? It's like the, the short version of it is, is you make the determination that your ex has a problem, personality disorder, whatever it is, narcissism, borderline personality disorder, NPD, you know, the dark triad, whatever it is, and you say, okay, you know what, that's exactly the answer. So that every time that you say, why, why has this happened, There, that's the issue. And when you can start doing that, and it takes a while, it takes a while to, to ramp up to where your inner little voice will answer that question. For instance, way back in the beginning when I started doing this, I'd have those moments where I'm like, no, this isn't real. This is You know, I'm blowing it out of proportion, you know, and then I'd say, why did this happen? And then I would say, okay, you know, Dwayne, the reason this happened is because personality disorder, the patterns of behaviors or this, this, and this, it all falls into it. But what I'm getting at is, is it would take a long time of me playing that like mantra in my own head to, to get it to stick. And then after a while, took me about a month when it started finally becoming a, a new pattern for myself You know, and now it's to the point that if even if I do, because every once in a while I have this thing, it's like, oh, my God, why has she made this so difficult? Boom. It's like in my mind, as I'm as I'm thinking, why did boom? It's like MPD, you know, and it's just like you you have the answer. And the best part about that is it gives you part of, you know, that 100 percent I was talking about. It starts moving it to where it's now, you know, 90% or it's 70% that you're thinking about them. Then 50, then 30, then 20, then 10, then like, you know, 0.02. And all that capacity that you you now have to focus on rebuilding your life. Now, the next thing, especially if you have children and a gauge on this. Now, I get that sometimes the parental alienation is really strong. And your relationship with your child has degraded. But I've coached a lot of people who aren't in that boat. And they in that boat. They have a strong relationship with their, ch- their child. The ex has been unable to peel that back. And they lose sight of it. And they're so fixated and focused on what the ex is doing. What they're getting away with. You know, the accountability that's not happening. How people, aren't, how, how, how people are not, easy for me to say, questioning them on what they're doing. Find your own peace. Work on your relationship with your kid. If you have a good relation, solid relationship, just you want to maintain that. If, like in my situation, I was degrading that. So my relationship with my kids was slowly sliding off the cliff and I had to stop that and readdress how I was interacting with them to, to build on that relationship and make it strong, which I was able to do. It was not easy. I had made some mistakes. And as a result of that, I had to work harder to basically re show the kids that I'm not this evil monster that I was being portrayed as in this scenario. The next thing on this, and this it all leads to that it, it, it all ties together and that's removing the chaos from your life. Now, part of that is when you're focusing on your own peace, right? Part of that is shifting how you're thinking so you're not you're not getting drawn into the chaos. But the thing that you need to understand is that if you have been in a toxic marriage for an extended period of time and maybe if you're early on this, you may not have gotten to this point yet, but you might realize That you are primed for this because of your family of origin where you were born where you were raised how your parents were how your interactions were as a child you might realize that you have spent decades in an environment to where chaos was your norm that was my situation i mean i've as i started peeling back the onion on this i started to realize holy hell No wonder I ended up in this because I was dealing with childhood wounds. I was dealing with trauma and all I ended up doing was replicating my childhood with this person I ended up marrying to try to resolve that. And and we have a tendency to pick the worst possible person to prove to ourselves that we're lovable and it blows up in our face. I'm kind of joking about this, but I mean, this is a reality. So... Understand that you might find yourself looking for chaos. Even if things calm down, you might be like, oh my God, I need, you know, where, where's the chaos? And that's normal. It sucks, but it's normal. So if that's happening to you, understand that as you're focusing on what's important, you're focusing on your own piece, you're focusing on your relationship with your kids, <coughs> excuse me, you're working to remove that chaos And and part of that is obviously dealing with your ex. And it's realizing that you more than likely have probably allowed toxic people into your environment and into your life that are not helping you. And it's a process. You kind of like lather, rinse and repeat, lather, rinse and repeat. And you start building yourself up, building better boundaries and start taking your life back. The reality is this doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. And I mean, and that's the main thing I wanted to, to end this with is that you have to accept that this process takes time. I, I absolutely know that we want this to be done. We want to be able to say, oh my God, I was married to Satan. I've escaped. It should be clear sailing from that. And it, it takes time to unpack all the trauma of these of this experience to take your life back. You have to accept it. I've used this analogy in the past, and I'll throw this out here really quick. It's like when you have a physical injury, which is a lot easier for people to to wrap their head around. If you go skiing and break your leg, you are not going to go run a marathon or do a, well, I'll just say run a marathon the next day. You are going to have to go to the hospital, get it fixed, get it set. Have the bone repair itself. Once the cast is off, you're going to have to go through physical therapy and start moving that and repairing that to get to where you can start doing some of the things that you'd like to do before. These emotional wounds are very similar. It's just harder because you don't see them, right? It's it's easier when it's like, oh wow, you had a heart attack and you now you're dealing, you know, you're recovering from that, or you broke a bone and you know, of course that takes time, and and people often don't look at the mental pain that people go through and the process that it, it's because it's still a process the process it takes to take your life back do not lose sight of that and do not beat yourself up whenever it's taking longer than what you think or maybe even what other people say if people are telling you you know what well, you need to just get over it you you have to put in the effort to heal yourself from this to get out to get over it and to be able to take your life back again a part of that the main part of that is just when you alter your perspective and change the focus of where you're putting your energy you got to pull it away from the chaos and move it more towards your life on that i'm going to wrap this up thank you so much for checking this out i do want to say thank you so much for the channel members i really appreciate the support that you've put in this and by becoming a member and keeping the lights on and uh, the support of this channel going, thank you so very much. And on that, I will catch you on the next on the next one.